week, Joplin. Welcome to the Joplin Globe's weekly recap podcast. I'm digital editor Joe Hadsel, and this week we'll review some of the biggest stories from the past week. Then we'll talk to Isabel Reed, a Carl Junction 8th grader who's become a content creator making tutorial videos on apps, programs, and other online tools that her fellow students will use. We'll, we'll talk about how she got started, what she likes about making those videos, and what she's learned in the process of helping others learn. So with that, let's get started. It's April 25, and here's what happened last week. Joplin City officials are working on a plan to roll back stay-at-home restrictions and allow for the reopening of business in stages. City Manager Nick Edwards said Friday at a City Hall briefing that the City Health Department and its director, Dan Pekarik, are, quote, putting in a lot of hours reviewing all the suggested guidelines that are out there about how to reopen. The health director said Joplin's rebound will likely have some phased-in components. City officials are waiting to see what Missouri Governor Mike Parson's plan holds for reopening the state. Both state and Joplin stay-at-home orders are set to expire at 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, May 3. The Joplin School District will celebrate its graduating class of 2020 on May 17, somehow. A more traditional ceremony could be held later this year, according to information presented by Stephen Gilberth, high school principal, Tuesday night to the Joplin Board of Education. But there will be some sort of event, whether virtual or drive through set for the school's original graduation date of May 17th. Graduation and other end-of-year activities for Neosho High School's 280 seniors, while not completely set in stone, were put in focus Monday night by the Neosho Board of Education. The board approved a policy that removes a credit hour from graduation requirements from 25 to 24. The credit being reduced is one reserved for electives. Now, the policy is effective for only the current school year and was developed according to waivers issued by state education officials. Board members were also updated on senior activities such as graduation ceremonies and painting Senior Hill. According to survey results, seniors place a high importance on a traditional graduation ceremony. Painting Hill Street is a strong second place by survey respondents, said high school principal Trent Barrett. A working plan calls for a prom, painting Senior Hill, graduation, and project graduation over a two-weekend stretch in either June or July. Four open town hall sessions have been scheduled to give Missouri Southern State University students, faculty, and staff, and members of the public, an opportunity to participate in the university's presidential search. Finalists for the president's position are expected to be announced following the Board of Governors meeting on Thursday. The sessions are tentatively planned to take place in person, but they will also be conducted virtually to allow those who don't wish to come to campus to participate. The town halls have been scheduled for May 5 to 8 in Courtley Auditorium in Webster Hall. Each session will begin with a 15-minute presentation from a candidate, followed by a 60-minute question-and-answer period. And finally this week... Joplin area residents should be prepared for the spring storm season with a plan on where to take cover and a tuck-away emergency kit, said Keith Stammer, the Joplin-Jasper County Emergency Preparedness Director. Once a tornado warning is issued, people usually have about 10 minutes to take cover. Stammer recommends sheltering in place. If a person is away from home or driving and has time to get to the nearest community shelter, do so, he said, or go to any nearby building where shelter can be taken. And now, our feature. 
Over the last decade, I can't tell you how many times I've turned to YouTube for learning how to do something. Smoking a brisket, painting a room, repairing a carburetor on my lawnmower, replacing an alternator on my car, learning a magic trick, changing a battery in a cell phone. All those things and more I've learned how to do with the help of someone who made a video about the subject. Even learning how to record these podcasts every week has benefited from tutorial videos. One of those creators stands out, however. I'd like you to meet Isabel Reed. She's an 8th grader at Carl Junction Middle School, and the 14-year-old has started making a variety of tutorial videos dealing with apps, programs, and other online tools that students are using while schools are closed. Want to learn how to make a website with Wix or Google? Videos with WeVideo? Presentations with Storyboard That or PictoChart? She can show you how to do that. She's a natural at teaching, in fact. Her mom and dad are both librarians in the Carl Junction School District. It's a surprising new direction for her, however. She talks to us about how this project got started, what she likes about it, and what she's learned in the process of helping others learn. Hello, Izzy. It is Friday afternoon, and uh, usually I'd ask students if they were ready for the weekend after a full week of school. It's kind of a little different to ask these days, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> How's your, what's your school what's your schoolwork been like um, uh, at Carl Junction as we've been dealing with the pandemic? Um, we've just been having enrichment, so our teachers each week send out some assignments that we do throughout the week, and it's not for a grade, it's just to make sure you're staying with school, making sure everything's Still doing good. Have they been fun assignments so far? Oh, yeah. Some of them have been. Some, not so much, but a lot of them have been. Well, the, the reason I'm talking to you today is the outstanding tutorials you have made about several online features. And I'm wondering if those are related to things that you've been doing as part of your classroom, either before or after the after classes were canceled because of the pandemic. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you've been doing with your YouTube channel. Well, this actually started as an assignment before this whole thing started, and um, it was just a library assignment I was given, and it was just to get a website and try and make a tutorial over it. I, when I made my first one, my parents really liked it, and since my dad was a librarian, he asked me if I'd want to do some more because I finished it way early, and so I just kind of kept going with it. Tutorials are certainly nothing new on YouTube. They've been a standard for years. Have you relied on tutorials to learn uh, things that you want to do? What kind of uh, tutorials were you watching? Um, I honestly hadn't really watched any tutorials. When I was given this assignment, I didn't really think I was going to get into it as much as I did. And um, huh. it just kind of happened, I guess. What was it about making a tutorial that got you hooked on it? I guess I didn't realize how easy it would come to me. And so once I initially got over that, it wasn't so bad. So, uh, so this is, uh, the, the reason you have so many on your uh, YouTube pages, it sounds like your dad's fault. Hey, make some more about these. What did, what did he like about him and how did he encourage you to do that? Well, both my parents were really encouraging about it because they liked how I had such a strong voice and I, I, cause I'm not much of a social person. And so when they heard my voice on there, they couldn't believe that I was so sociable sounding on there. And so they just, they wanted to keep it going. Take me through your process. Uh, how do you start with an idea and how do you turn a vague, you should do this, into a specific video? Well, a lot of the videos I, I make are programs that I've actually used at school before. So that kind of made it a little easier to start off with some of these. 
So I take one of those programs that I, I've been on. I play around with it some. I get to know it. I click, like, every single button on there and make sure I know what all of them do. I, I don't really even write a script, though. I just take a few notes down on it, and then I go from there. Uh, making a video is much more than making a video. There's a lot of little things you have to learn, uh, such as, you know, finding, finding clips, recording sound, uh, putting equipment together. What kind of skills have you had to pick up in order to make these? I've had to pick up a lot of skills, actually. Uh, first off, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not very much of a social person. And so making tutorials has really had to make me start to speak louder and more confidently, for sure. And I've also had to really learn how to use Wii Video because that was not something I knew how to do before. But now that's like the site I use to make these tutorials. And so I've had to learn how to edit on it, like cutting sounds, making the right spacing in it, getting make sure, making sure I leave dead time, having my voice the right volume. I've had to work on recording. There's so many things I had to learn through Wii Video just for this. Wow, yeah. I've been curious how, uh, like, about your specific procedure. As you're making them, it looks like you are doing a lot of things all at once. You are recording your screen. You're talking about what you're doing, so you've got the sound there at the same time. Uh, that must be a lot of things to go for them. Uh, you know, it sounds like you're reading off of a script as well. I mean, how do you balance all those things when you're recording? Well, I, I don't I don't actually make a script. I just take the notes on it. I put them to my side, and I, I go through it a bunch of times before I make make the initial video. And so when, once I start going, I am usually kind of in the in like the mode of it, I guess you could say. And yeah. I, I kind of use that, and then I go through my notes to make sure during my dead time that I leave through it, I make sure that's going. I speak as loudly as I can. Um... I don't know. I don't necessarily know how to answer this question. Uh, you did a good job there in a way that made me kind of jealous of you because I need a script whenever <laughs> I do it. <laughs> whenever I speak off the cuff, I stammer and stutter. And yeah, it doesn't sound good at all. So excellent work. Excellent work. Um, I see five videos on your channel now. Uh, do you have any other videos planned? Uh, what What's on your, what's on the horizon for you? Yeah, there. There's nine videos on my site right now. I've got a few oh, my apps. Apologies. <laughs> I've got a few apps that I want to demo, but everyone is stuck at home right now. And since both my parents are librarians, they're always doing these zooms. And my brother and I are trying to do school, and there's not much internet left, so I don't have a lot of internet to make videos on. But oh, man. Uh, yeah, if I was gonna make some more, there, there, um, I've been wanting to do Wakelet. Padlet, Flipgrid, Edpuzzle, quizzes, and, and some more that I've been really wanting to do. I just don't have much internet to do it on. If you did have more inter internet, uh, have you thought about videos other than tutorials? Uh, there's all sorts of content creators on YouTube. Have you had any plans for the future or just ha are you happy with sticking with tutorials right now? I think right now we're just going to keep going with tutorials. I don't have anything else planned for future maybe, but I mean, if this goes bigger, maybe I would do something more. If there was one lesson that you could pass on to anyone who wanted to do what you're doing, what's that most important lesson that you'd teach them? I'd say probably that speaking clear and fluently and not sounding like a robot reading off a script is probably the most most valuable thing you could probably do when making these videos. 
Excellent. Well, Izzy, thank you. I appreciate you talking to us. Uh, I'm going to go back to your YouTube channel and make sure I click like on every one of those. And uh, yeah, thanks for talking to us today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. It was great being on here. You'll be able to read more about Isabel in Monday's edition of the Joplin Globe. Reporter Kimberly Barker recommended that I also feature her here in this podcast, and I'm glad I took her advice, man. Again, Isabel's channel on YouTube can be found by searching YouTube for i.read, R-E-A-D. And that will do it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Everything you've heard and so much more can be found on our website, joplinglobe.com, or in the pages of our print edition. If you're a subscriber, as always, thank you for supporting local journalism and backing our effort to provide news about the coronavirus free to non-subscribers. I'm Joe Hadsel, and from all of us at The Globe, we hope you have a wonderful week. (music) 